Similitude 9 and 10 of Shepherd of Hermas by Hermas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Ninth Similitude Chapter 1 After I had written the commands and parables of the shepherd, the angel of repentance, he came to me and said unto me, I wish to show thee whatsoever things the Holy Spirit, which spake with thee in the form of the church, showed thee. For that Spirit is the Son of God. While thou wast yet weak in the flesh, they were not declared unto thee through an angel. When, therefore, thou hast first been empowered by the Spirit, and confirmed in thy strength, so that thou couldst even look upon an angel, then the building of the tower was manifested unto thee by the church. Thou saw all things in goodly and solemn fashion, as the showing of a virgin. Now thou seest them shown by an angel through the same Spirit. But thou must learn all things more carefully from me. For hereunto was I given by the glorious angel to dwell in thine house, that thou mayest behold all things steadfastly, and nothing terrified as heretofore. Then he led me away to a certain doomed mountain in Arcadia, and seated me on the top of the mountain, and he showed me a great plain, and round about the plain twelve mountains, different in appearance from one another. The first was black as soot, the second bare, without herbage, the third thorny and full of briars, the fourth had herbs which were half-withered, the upper parts of the herbs green, and the parts at the root dry, and some of the herbs were dried up when the sun grew hot. The fifth mountain had green herbs and was rough. The sixth mountain was full of clefts, some small and some great, and the clefts had herbs in them, not yet indeed very flourishing ones, but rather as if they had been blighted. The seventh mountain had pleasant plants and was all well-liking. The cattle and the birds of every kind found pasture upon that mountain. Nevertheless, as the beasts and the fowls went on feeding, the herbage of that mountain throve more and more. The eighth mountain was full of springs, and creatures of the Lord of every kind drank of the springs of that mountain. The ninth mountain had no water at all, but was everywhere like a desert, and it had in it deadly beasts and creeping things hurtful to men. The ninth mountain had very great trees, and was shady throughout. The sheep lay resting and ruminating in the shade. The eleventh mountain was very thick with trees, and the trees were covered with fruit. They made so fair a show with all manner of fruits that any one seeing them would long to eat of their fruits. The twelfth mountain was all white and had a pleasant aspect, and the mountain was of most excellent beauty in itself. Chapter 2 And in the midst of the plain he showed me a great white rock, which rose up from the plain. The rock which was higher than the mountains was four square, and such that it could contain the whole world. The rock was ancient, and it had had a gate hewn out of it, but the framing of the gate seemed to me to be recent, and the gate was more glittering than the sun, insomuch that I marveled at the radiance of the gate. Round about the gate stood twelve virgins, of whom the four standing at the corners seemed to me the more glorious, albeit the others also were glorious, 
and they stood at the four quarters of the gate, with two virgins between each pair of them, and they wore linen tunics, and were becomingly girded, but had their shoulders uncovered, as if about to bear some burden. So ready were they, for they were very cheerful and zealous. When I had observed these things, I wondered within myself, for that the things I saw were great and glorious. And again I was perplexed concerning the virgins, because being so delicate, they stood mannishly, as if about to carry the whole heaven. And the shepherd said to me, Why debate and doubt within yourself, and bring grief upon thee? The things thou canst not understand, assay not, seeing thou art prudent. But pray the Lord that thou mayest receive wisdom to understand them. What is behind thee thou canst not see, but thou beholdest the things in front. What thou canst not see, let alone, and trouble not thyself, but master the things which thou beholdest, and be not busied about the rest. All things whatsoever I shall show thee, I will make plain unto thee. Have regard, therefore, to the things which remain. Chapter 3 Then I saw six men newly come, tall and glorious, and alike in appearance. And they summoned a multitude of men, and they too who came were tall and goodly and strong. And the six men commanded them to build a certain tower over the rock and over the gate. Great was the noise made by those men who were come to build the tower as they ran hither and thither round the gate. Moreover, the virgins who stood round about the gate spake to the men that they should hasten the building of the tower. And the virgins had their hands spread out, as if they looked to receive something from the men. Now the six men were commanding stones to come up from a certain deep and go into the building of the tower. And there came up ten square bright stones, not hewn. Then the six men called the virgins, and commanded them to carry all the stones, which were to go into the building of the tower, and to pass through the gate, and deliver them to the men who were going to build the tower. So the virgins, one with another, placed the first ten stones, which rose out of the deep, upon them, and all of them carried the stones one by one. Chapter 4 As they stood, ranged about the gate, so they who seemed to be strong ones lifted them, putting themselves under the corners of a stone, and the others stooped under the sides of it, and so they bare all the stones. They carried them through the gate as they were bidden, and delivered them to the men for the tower, and they, having the stones, builded. The building of the tower was upon the great rock and over the gate. Those ten stones were first fitted together, and covered the whole rock, and they were made a foundation for the building of the tower, and the rock and the gate bear up the whole tower. After the ten stones, twenty-five other stones rose up out of the deep, and these also were fitted into the building of the tower, being carried by the virgins like the former ones. After them rose up thirty-five, and these in like manner were fitted into the tower. After these came up forty other stones, and all these were cast into the building of the tower. So there were four tiers in the foundations of the tower. Then the stones ceased to come up from the deep, 
and the builders ceased a little. Then again the six men ordered the multitude of the throng to bring stones from the mountains for the building of the tower. Stones, therefore, of diverse colors, hewn by the men, were brought from all the mountains and handed to the virgins, and the virgins carried them through the gate and delivered them for the building of the tower. And when the various stones were put into the building, they changed their diverse hues and became all alike white. Some stones, however, were presented by the men for the building and did not turn bright, but were found still the same as when they were placed there. For they had not been handed in by the virgins, neither carried through the gate. These stones, therefore, were unsightly in the building of the tower. Then the six men, when they saw the unsightly stones in the building, ordered them to be taken away and deposited in their proper place, whence they were brought. And they said to the men who were bringing the stones, Hand ye in no stones at all yourselves for the building, but lay them beside the tower, that the virgins may convey them through the gate and present them for the building. For if, quoth they, they be not brought through the gate by the hands of these virgins, they cannot change their colors. Labor not, therefore, quoth they, in vain. Chapter 5 In that day the building ended, and the tower was not finished, for it was afterwards to be built up further. Only there was a delay in the building, and the six men commanded all the builders to retire a little and rest. But the virgins they ordered not to withdraw from the tower, and it seemed to me that the virgins were left behind to guard the tower. Then after all the men had withdrawn and were resting, I said to the shepherd, Wherefore, sir, was the building of the tower not finished? The tower, quoth he, cannot be completed until the Lord thereof shall have come and proved this building, so that if any stones be found rotten, he may change them. For the tower is being built according to his will. I would know, sir, quoth I, about the tower, what the building of it meaneth, and about the rock, and the gate, and the mountains, and the virgins, and the stones which rose up from the deep, and were not hewn, but went as they were into the building. And why first ten stones were laid in the foundations, then twenty-five, then thirty-five, then forty, and about the stones that went into the building, but were taken away again and put back into their own place. About all these things, sir, set my soul at rest, and acquaint me. If, quoth he, thou be found not vainly curious, thou shalt know them all. After a few days we will return hither, and thou shalt see the remaining things that are to come upon this tower, and thou shalt know all the parables exactly. So after a few days we came to the place where we had sat, and he said to me, Let us go unto the tower, for the owner of the tower cometh to survey it. And we came to the tower, but no one at all was by it except the virgins only. And the shepherd asked the virgins if the master of the tower had arrived, and they answered that he would presently come to inspect the building. Chapter 6 and lo, after a little while I beheld an array of many men approaching, and in the midst of them was a man of so great stature that he overtopped the tower. The six men, who were the master builders, walked with him. 
on the right hand and on the left, and all who labored in the building were with him, and many other glorious ones round about him. Then the virgins who kept the tower ran to him and kissed him, and began to walk near to him round the tower. And that man inspected the building carefully, feeling every single stone, and holding a staff in his hand. He smote every one of the stones that had been laid. And as he struck, some of them became black as soot, some scabbed, some cracked, some stunted, some neither white nor black, some rough and not answerable to the other stones, and some much speckled. Such were the diversities of the stones which were found rotten in the building. And he commanded all these to be removed from the tower, and placed beside the tower, and other stones to be brought and laid in their place. Thereupon the builders asked him from what mountain he would have stones brought and laid in their place. And he commanded them to be brought not from the mountains, but from a certain plain which was nigh. So the plain was digged, and there were found bright four square stones, and also some round ones. And all the stones that were in that plain were brought, and were carried through the gate by the virgins. The square stones were hewn, and put in the place of those taken away. But the round ones were not put into the building, because they were hard to hew, and it could be done but slowly. And they were put beside the tower, as if ready to be hewn and placed in the building, for they were bright. Chapter 7 When the glorious man, the lord of the whole tower, had made an end of these things, he called the shepherd unto him, and delivered to him all the stones lying beside the tower, which had been cast out from the building, and said unto him, Polish these stones carefully, and place such of them as can fit with the rest in the building of the tower. But those which fit not hurl far away from the tower. Having thus given commandment to the shepherd, he departed from the tower along with all the men with whom he had come. But the virgin stood round about the tower watching it. Then I said to the shepherd, How can these stones go again into the building of the tower when they have been disallowed? He answered and said to me, Seest thou these stones? I see them, sir, quoth I. I, quoth he, will hew the most part of these stones, and lay them in the building, and they shall fit with the rest of the stones. How, sir, quoth I, when they have been chipped about, can they fill up the same room? He answered and said to me, All that are found small shall be cast into the midst of the building, and such are larger shall be placed on the outside and hold them together. When he had thus spoken with me, he said unto me, Let us go away and come back after two days, and purge these stones and cast them into the building. For all about the tower must be cleansed, lest perchance the master come suddenly and find the environs of the tower filthy and be provoked, and these stones go not into the building of the tower. And I appeared negligent unto the master. After two days, then, we came to the tower, and he said unto me, Let us examine all the stones, and see which of them can go into the building. Let us examine them, sir, said I. Chapter 8 And beginning first, we examined the black stones, and they were found just as they were 
when they were put out of the building, and the shepherd commanded them to be removed from the tower and set apart. Next he examined the scabbed ones, and he took and hewed many of them, and commanded the virgins to take them up and lay them in the building. And the virgins took them up and placed them in the building of the tower in the midst. But the residue he ordered to be placed with the black ones, for they also were found black. Then he examined those which had the clefts, and he hewed many of them, and ordered them to be taken away by the virgins to the building. These were placed outside, because they were seen to be sounder. But the rest, on account of the multitude of their rifts, could not be planed. For this cause they were cast away from the building of the tower. Then he examined the stunted ones, and many among them were found black, and some had formed great clefts. And he ordered these also to be put with those which had been cast away. And he cleansed and hewed those of them that remained over, and commanded them to be put into the building. And the virgins took them up and fitted them into the midst of the tower, for they were of the weaker sort. Next he examined the half-white and half-black ones, and many of them were then found black, and he commanded these likewise to be removed along with those which had been cast away. And the rest were all found white and were taken up by the virgins, and being white were fitted by them into the building, and they were placed on the outer side, because they were found to be sound, so that they could hold fast those which were put inside, for nothing at all of them was stunted. Then he examined the hard and rough ones, and a few of them were thrown away because they could not be hewn, for they were found exceedingly hard. And the rest of them were hewn, and they were taken by the virgins and fitted into the middlemost of the building of the tower, because they were weaker. Then he examined those which had the spots, and a very few of these had turned black and were thrown away to the rest, but those which remained over were found bright and sound, and they were fitted into the building by the virgins, and were laid outwards because of their strength. Chapter 9 Afterwards he came to examine the white round stones, and he said unto me, What shall we do with these stones? What know I, sir, quoth I? He said unto me, Hast thou no plan for them? Sir, quoth I, I have not this craft. I am not a hewer of stones, neither can devise aught. Seest thou not, quoth he, that they are very round, and that if I would make them square, must much be cut away from them, albeit some of them must needs be put into the building? If then, sir, quoth I, it must needs be, why vex thyself? Why not choose out of those thou wilt for the building, and fit them into it? So he chose out of the larger and the bright ones of them, and hewed them, and the virgins took them up and fitted them into the outward parts of the building. But the rest that remained over were taken away and laid by the plain whence they were brought. They were not, however, cast away, because, quoth he, a little of the tower yet remaineth to be built, and the master of the tower is minded that these stones at all events should be fitted into the building, because they are very bright. Then twelve women were called, of very stately form, 
and clothed in black, girt about and with their shoulders exposed and their hair loose. They seemed to me to be wild women, and the shepherd ordered them to take up the stones that were rejected from the building and carry them away to the mountains whence they had been brought. And they gladly took them up and carried away all the stones and placed them where they had been all taken from. Then when the stones had been all taken away, and not a stone lay any longer about the tower, the shepherd said unto me, Let us go round the tower, and see if anything is wanting to it. So I went round with him, and when the shepherd saw that the tower was of a very fair structure, he was very glad, for the tower was so builded, that when I beheld the building I desired it, for it was built as it were of one stone, and with no joint at all therein. And the stone appeared as if hewn out of the rock, for it seemed to me to be a monolith. Chapter 10 As I walked with him, I was glad at seeing such goodly things. And the shepherd said to me, Go and bring lime and fine potter's earth, that I may fill up the prints of the stones which were taken up and laid in the building. For all about the tower must be made even. And I did as he commanded, and brought them unto me. Then quoth he, Minister thou unto me, and the work shall presently be accomplished. And he filled up the prints of the stones, which were gone into the building, and ordered the parts round the tower to be swept and made clean. So the virgins took brooms and swept, and cleared away all the refuse from the tower, and sprinkled water, and the place became pleasant and most seemly for the tower. All is now cleansed, said the shepherd unto me. If the Lord come to visit the tower, he will have no fault to find in us. When he had thus spoken, he would have gone his way. But I laid hold on his bag, and began to adjure him by the Lord, to explain to me the things he had showed me. For a little while, said he, I must be about my business. Afterwards I will interpret all things unto thee. Tarry for me here until I come. Alone here, sir, said I to him, what should I do? Thou art not alone, quoth he, for these virgins are with thee. Then present me to them, quoth I. Accordingly the shepherd called them to him, and said unto them, I commit this man to you until I come. And he departed. So I was left alone with the virgins, and they were the more glad, and entreated me courteously, especially the four of them, which were the more glorious. Chapter 11 Today said the virgins unto me, The shepherd cometh not hither. What then, quoth I, shall I do? Wait for him until evening, quoth they. And if he come, he shall speak with thee. But if he come not, thou shalt abide with us until he cometh. I said unto them, I will tarry for him until the evening. And if he come not, I will go away home, and come back early in the morning. But they answered and said to me, Thou wast given in charge to us, thou mayest not depart from us. Where then, quoth I, shall I stay? Thou shalt sleep with us, quoth they, as a brother and not as a husband. For thou art our brother, and henceforward we are going to dwell with thee, for we love thee much. But I was ashamed to tarry with them. Then the one that seemed to be the chief of them began to kiss and embrace me, and the rest. And when they saw her embracing me, 
began themselves to kiss me and lead me round the tower and sport with me. And I seemed to have grown young again and began on my part to sport with them, for some of them caroled, some danced, and some sang. And I, keeping silence, walked with them in a circle round the tower and was merry with them. Now when it was evening, I would have gone home, and they suffered me not, but withheld me. So I stayed the night with them, and slept beside the tower, for the virgins strawed their linen tunics upon the ground, and laid me in the midst of them, and did nothing at all but pray. And I prayed with them without ceasing, and not less than they, and the virgins rejoiced that I so prayed. And I stayed there with the virgins till the morrow, until the second hour. Then the shepherd arrived, and said to the virgins, Have ye done him any harm? Ask him, quoth they. I said to him, Sir, I was right glad to abide with them. On what, quoth he, did thou sup? I supped, sir, quoth I, on the words of the Lord the whole night. Did they receive thee well, quoth he? Yea, sir, quoth I. Now, quoth he, what wilt thou hear first? Sir, quoth I, even as thou showest me from the beginning, I pray thee, sir, that according as I shall inquire, thou wilt declare things unto me. As thou desirest, quoth he, I will interpret unto thee, and I will hide nothing at all from thee. Chapter 12 First of all, sir, quoth I, declare this unto me, what are the rock and the gate? This rock, quoth he, and likewise the gate, is the Son of God. How then, sir, quoth I, is the rock ancient, but the gate new? Hearken, quoth he, foolish man, and understand, the Son of God is elder than all his creation, so that he became his father's counselor concerning his creation. Therefore he is ancient. But the gate, sir, quoth I, why is that new? Because, quoth he, he was manifested in the last days of the consummation. For this cause the gate was new, that such as should be saved might enter through it into the kingdom of God. Sawest thou, quoth he, that the stones which came in through the gate went into the building of the tower, whereas those which came not in through it were cast forth again into their own place. I saw, sir, quoth I. Even so, quoth he, none shall enter into the kingdom of God, except he receive the name of his son. For if thou desire to enter into a city, and that that city be walled about, and have but one gate, canst thou enter into that city except by the gate which it hath? Nay, sir, for how else were it possible? If then thou canst not enter into that city except by the gate thereof, so quoth he, a man can enter none otherwise into the kingdom of God than through the name of his Son, who is beloved by him. Sawest thou, quoth he, the multitude building the tower? I saw them, sir, quoth I. They all, quoth he, are glorious angels, and by them the Lord is walled about. The gate is the Son of God. He is the one entry unto the Lord. None otherwise shall any one enter unto him than through his Son. Sawest thou, quoth he, the six men, and the glorious tall man in the midst of them, walking round the tower, and rejecting the stones from the building? I saw them, sir, quoth I, 
the glorious man, quoth he, is the Son of God, and those six are glorious angels who fence him on the right and on the left. Of these glorious angels, quoth he, none shall enter in unto God without him. Whosoever hath not received his name shall not enter into the kingdom of God. Chapter 13 But the tower, quoth I, what is it? This tower, quoth he, is the church. And what are these virgins? These, quoth he, are holy spirits, and a man can in no wise be found in the kingdom of God unless they clothe him with their raiment. For if thou receive the name only, but receive not the raiment from them, thou shalt profit nothing. For as much as these virgins are powers of the Son of God, if thou bear the name, but bear not his power, in vain shalt thou bear his name. The stones, quoth he, which thou sawest cast away, these bear the name, but put not on the clothing of the virgins. Of what kind, sir, quoth I, is their clothing? Their very names, quoth he, are their clothing. Whosoever beareth the name of the Son of God ought to bear their names also. For the Son himself beareth the names of these virgins. All the stones, quoth he, which thou sawest go into the building of the tower, presented by their hands, and remain in the building, are such as had put on the power of these virgins. For this cause thou beholdest the tower made of one piece with the rock. Even so, they who have believed in the Lord through his Son, and who clothe themselves with these spirits, shall become one spirit and one body, and their garments of one hue. The dwellings of such as these who bear the names of the virgins is in the tower. The stones then, sir, quoth I, which were cast away, why were they cast away? When they had passed through the gate and been put into the building of the tower by the hands of the virgins. Quoth he, seeing thou carest for all these things and inquirest diligently, hear about the stones that were cast away. These all, quoth he, received the name of the Son of God, and received also the power of these virgins. Having then received these spirits, they were strengthened, and were with the servants of God. And they had one spirit, and one body, and one clothing. For they minded the same things, and wrought righteousness. But after a time, they were enticed by the women thou sawest apparelled in black robes, who had their shoulders exposed, and their hair loose, and were well shapen. Seeing these women, they desired them, and put on their power, and put off the power of the virgins. They were therefore cast away from the house of God, and abandoned to those women. But the men who were not deceived by their beauty abode in the house of God. Thou hast, quoth he, the interpretation of the castaways. Chapter 14 What then, sir, quoth I, if these men, being such like, repent and cast away the desires of these women, and return to the virgins, and walk in their power and in their works, shall they not enter into the house of God? They shall enter in, quoth he, if they cast away the works of these women, and resume the power of the virgins, and walk in their works. For thereunto was there even an intermission of the building, that if these should repent, they might go into the building of the tower. But if they repent not, then others shall enter in 
and these shall be forever cast out. For all these things I thank the Lord, because he was moved with compassion toward all who call upon his name, and sent forth the angel of repentance unto us, who had sinned against him, and renewed our spirit. And when we were already perished, and had no hope to live, he restored our life. Now, sir, quoth I, declare unto me wherefore the tower was not built on the ground, but upon the rock, and upon the gate. Because, quoth he, thou art foolish, and without understanding thou inquirest. I have need, sir, quoth I, to ask thee about all things, because I cannot understand anything at all, for all the things are great and glorious and hard to be understood of men. Hearken, quoth he, the name of the Son of God is great and incomprehensible, and sustaineth the whole world. If, then, the whole creation is sustained by the Son of God, what thinkest thou of such as have been called by him, and bear the name of the Son of God, and walk in his commandments? Seest thou what manner of men he sustaineth, such as with their whole heart bear his name? He himself was made a foundation for them, and he sustaineth them gladly, because they are not ashamed to bear his name. Chapter 15 Declare to me, sir, quoth I, the names of the virgins, and those of the women clothed in the black robes. Here, quoth he, the names of the stronger virgins, which stood at the corners. The first is faith, the second is continence, the third power, the fourth patience, and the others that were stationed between them have the names of simplicity, innocence, purity, joy, truth, prudence, concord, love. Whoso beareth these names, and the name of the Son of God, shall have power to enter into the kingdom of God. Here also, quoth he, the names of the women in the black robes. Four of these likewise are stronger than the rest. The first is unfaith, the second incontinence, the third disobedience, the fourth deceit. And they that shall come after them are grief, wickedness, lewdness, anger, falsehood, folly, slander, hate. The servant of God who beareth these names shall see the kingdom of God indeed, but shall not enter therein. And the stones from the deep, sir, quoth I, which were fitted into the building, what are they? The first, quoth he, to wit the ten, which were laid in the foundations, are the first generation. The twenty-five are the second generation of just men. The thirty-five are prophets and ministers of God, and the forty are apostles and teachers of the preaching of the Son of God. Why then, sir, quoth I, did the virgins deliver these stones also for the building of the tower, when they had carried them through the gates? Because these, quoth he, first bear these spirits, and they parted not at all from one another, neither the spirits from the men, nor the men from the spirits, but the spirits abode with them until their falling asleep. Had they not had these spirits with them, they would not have come to be of use for the building of this tower. Chapter 16 Sir, quoth I, declare yet something unto me, what seekest thou more? quoth he. Why was it, sir? quoth I, that the stones went up from the deep, and were placed in the building? 
when they already bear these spirits. They had need, quoth he, to ascend through water, that they might be made alive, for they could not else enter into the kingdom of God, except they put off the deadness of their former life. Therefore these also, who were fallen asleep, received the seal of the Son of God, and entered into the kingdom of God. For, quoth he, before a man hath borne the name of the Son of God, he is dead. But when he receiveth the seal, he putteth off his deadness, and resumeth life. Now the seal is the water. They go down, therefore, dead into the water, and come up alive. So to them also this seal was preached, and they used it that they might enter into the kingdom of God. Wherefore, sir, quoth I, did the forty stones also go up with them from the deep, when they had the seal already? Because these, quoth he, being the apostles and teachers, who had preached the name of the Son of God, when they fell asleep in the power and faith of the Son of God, preached also to those asleep before them, and themselves gave them the seal of the preaching. They went down indeed with them into the water, and came up again, but these went both down alive, and came up again alive, whereas those who were asleep before them went down dead, and came up alive. Through these, therefore, they were brought to life, and acquainted with the name of the Son of God. For this cause they also ascended with them, and were fitted with them into the building of the tower, and were builded together with them without being hewn. For they fell asleep in righteousness, and in great purity, only they had not this seal. Thou hast therefore the explanation of these also. I have, sir, quoth I. Chapter 17 Now then, sir, declare unto me about the mountains. Why are their appearances unlike one another and various? Here, quoth he, These twelve mountains are twelve tribes, which inhabit the whole world. The Son of God, therefore, was preached to these by the apostles. But explain to me, sir, why the mountains are various and each of a different appearance. Here, quoth he, these twelve tribes which inhabit the whole world are twelve nations, and they are diverse in understanding and in mind. So then, even as thou sawest the mountains various, such are also the diversities of the minds of the nations, and their understanding. I will also declare unto thee the character of each. First, sir, quoth I, explain this to me, the mountains being so different, how, when their stones were put into the building, did they turn bright with one color, like the stones also which had come up from the deep? Because, quoth he, all the nations which dwell under heaven, when they had heard and believed, were called by the name of the Son of God. So when they had received the seal, they were of one thought and mind, and had one faith and love, and bare the spirits of the virgins along with the name. Wherefore, the building of the tower became of one color, bright as the sun. But after they had entered into the same, and were become one body, some of them defiled themselves, and were cast out from the company of the righteous, and again became such as they were before, or rather even worse. Chapter 18 how, sir, quoth I, did they become worse when they had the knowledge of God? He who knoweth not God, and doeth wickedly, quoth he, hath a certain punishment for his wickedness. 
but he who hath had knowledge of God ought no longer to do wickedly, but to do well. If then one who ought to do well do wickedly, seemeth he not to commit the greater wickedness than one who knoweth not God? Therefore they who not having known God do wickedly are condemned to death, but they who have known God and seen his great acts, and yet do wickedly, shall be doubly punished and perish for ever. Thus shall the church of God be purified. As thou sawest the stones taken out from the tower, and given over unto the evil spirits, so they shall be cast out, and there shall be one body of the purified ones. Even as the tower became as if made of one stone after it had been purified, thus shall the church of God also be after it hath been purified, when the wicked and the hypocrites and blasphemers and double-minded and doers of all manner of wickedness have been cast out. After these have been cast out, the church of God shall be one body, one intent, one mind, one faith, one love. And then shall the Son of God rejoice and be glad of them, because he hath received back his people pure. All these things, sir, quoth I, are great and glorious. But further, sir, declare unto me the power of each mountain and their doing, that every soul trusting on the Lord may hear, and may laud his great and wonderful and glorious name. Here, quoth he, the diversity of the mountains and of the twelve nations. Chapter 19. The believers from the first mountain, which was the black one, are such as these, apostates and blasphemers against the Lord, and betrayers of the servants of God. For these there is no repentance, but only death. And therefore they are black, for their kind is a lawless one. The believers from the second, which was the barren mountain, are of this kind, hypocrites and teachers of wickedness. These are like unto the former ones, being such as bear no fruit of righteousness. For as their mountain is unfruitful, so such men have a name indeed, but are void of the faith, and there is no fruit of truth in them. Yet for these there is opportunity of repentance, for they will make haste to repent. But if they loiter, their death shall be with the former ones. Wherefore, sir, quoth I, is the repentance for these, but not for the first, when their behaviors are all but the same? For this cause, quoth he, repentance is set before them, because they blasphemed not their Lord, neither were betrayers of the servants of God. But through desire to get gain, they practiced hypocrisy, and every one of them taught according to the desires of sinful men. Howbeit they shall pay a certain penalty, but repentance is offered to them, because they became not blasphemers, neither betrayers. Chapter 20 The believers from the third mountain which had thorns and briars, are such as these. Some are rich, and some are mixed up with many affairs. The briars are the rich, and the thorns are they who are mixed up with diverse affairs. These, therefore, who have entangled themselves with many diverse affairs, cleave not to the servants of God, but go astray, because they are choked by their occupations. And the rich hardly cleave unto the servants of God, for fear lest they should be asked for something by them. Hardly therefore shall such as they enter into the kingdom of God. For as it is hard to walk barefoot among briars, 
so for such as these it is hard to enter into the kingdom of God. Nevertheless, for all these there is repentance. But it must be speedy, so that, seeing what they failed to accomplish in the former times, they may now run back upon the days past and do some good. If therefore they repent and do some good, they shall live unto God. But if they abide in their doings, they shall be delivered unto those women who will put them to death. Chapter 21 The believers from the fourth mountain, which had many herbs, green above but dry at the roots, and some parched by the sun, are such as these, some double-minded, and some who have the Lord on their lips, but not in their heart. Wherefore their foundations are dry and without strength, and their words only live, but their works are dead. They who are such neither live nor are dead. They are like therefore unto the double-minded. For the double-minded are neither green nor dry. They neither live nor are dead. Even as their plants, when they saw the sun withered, so also the double-minded, when they hear tidings of affliction, by reason of their fearfulness turn idolaters, and are ashamed of the name of their Lord. Such men neither live nor are dead. Yet these two, if they repent quickly, may live. But if they repent not, they are already given over to the women who rob them of their life. Chapter 22 The believers from the fifth mountain, which had green herbs, and was rough, are of this kind. They are faithful but slow to learn, presumptuous and pleasers of their own selves, would-be knowers of all things, when they know nothing at all. Because of this, their presumptuousness prudence hath forsaken them, and senseless folly hath entered into them. They commend themselves as having wisdom, and choosing to be professing teachers, when they are without understanding. Because of this high-mindedness, many were made vain who exalted themselves. For a great demon is self-conceit and vain confidence. Many of these, therefore, were cast away. But some repented and believed, and submitted themselves to those who had understanding, having come to know their own folly. And to the residue also of this sort repentance is offered, for they were not wicked, but rather foolish and without understanding. These, if they repent, shall live unto God. But if they repent not, they shall dwell with the women who despise evil against them. Chapter 23 The believers from the sixth mountain, which had clefts great and small, and blighted herbs in the clefts, are of these kinds. Those with the small clefts are such as have quarrels with one another, and from their own evil speakings were blighted in the faith. Yet many of these repented, and the rest shall repent when they hear my commandments, for their evil speaking are of small account, and they will quickly repent. But they with the great clefts are men who persevere in their slanderers, and grow resentful in their ragings against one another. These were flung away from the tower, and disallowed for the building thereof. Hardly therefore shall such like live. If God and our Lord, who hath the mastery of all things, and beareth rule over all his creation, remembereth not evil against those who confess their sins, but is forgiving, Shall man who is perishable and full of sins remember evil against a man as though he could destroy or save him? I, the angel of repentance, say unto you, 
as many as are of this persuasion, put it away and repent, and the Lord shall heal your former sins, if ye purge yourselves from this devil, else ye shall be delivered unto him for death. Chapter 24 The believers from the seventh mountain, on which were green pleasant herbs, and the whole mount was well liking, and every kind of cattle and the fowls of heaven were feeding upon the herbs of that mountain, and the herbs they fed upon grew the more thriving, are such as these. They were always simple and guileless and happy, having nothing against one another, but always rejoicing over the servants of God. They were endued with the Holy Spirit of these virgins, and continually had compassion upon every man. And out of their labors they furnished every man without upbraiding or doubting. The Lord, therefore, seeing their singleness and perfect childness, gave them increase in the labors of their hands, and favored them in all their doing. I, the angel of repentance, say unto you, who are like such, Remain such, and your seed shall never be blotted out. For the Lord hath proved you, and written you in our number, and all your seed shall dwell with the Son of God, for ye have received of his Spirit. Chapter 25 The believers from the eighth mountain, where were the many springs, and the whole creation of the Lord, was watered from the springs, are such as these the apostles and teachers who preached to the whole world, and taught the word of God reverently and purely, and kept not back anything for evil desire, but always walked in righteousness and truth, even as they had received the Holy Ghost. The passing of such as these is with the angels. Chapter 26 The believers from the ninth mountain, which was desert, and had in it the creeping things, and beasts hurtful to men, are of this kind. They with the spots are deacons who ministered amiss, and plundered the living of widows and orphans, and gat gain for themselves from the ministry which they had received to administer. If therefore they continue in the same covetousness, they are dead and have no hope of life. But if they convert and discharge their ministry incorruptly, they shall be able to live. The scabbed ones are those who denied and turned not again unto their Lord, but being grown barren and desert, not cleaving to the servants of God, but keeping alone, they destroy their own souls. For as a vine left alone within a fence, and treated with neglect is spoiled and wasted by the weeds, and in time groweth wild, and is no longer meet for its master's use, so such men despair of themselves, and having grown wild, become unprofitable to their Lord. For these, however, there is repentance, unless they be found to have denied from the heart. But if one be found to have denied from his heart, I know not if he can live. This I say not for these days, that a man after denying should be allowed repentance, for it is impossible that one who is now going to deny his Lord should be saved. But for those who denied long ago, there seemeth yet to be opportunity of repentance. If then any one is about to repent, let him be quick before the tower is finished off, else he shall be wasted by the women unto death. The stunted ones, these are wily men and slanderers. And the beasts which thou sawest on the mountain are these also. For as the beasts poison and destroy a man by their venom, even so do the words of such persons corrupt and destroy a man, 
These, therefore, are maimed in their faith by reason of the customs which they practice. But some repented and were saved, and the rest who are such may be saved if they repent. But if they repent not, they shall die by the hand of those women, of whose power they are possessed. Chapter 27 The believers from the tenth mountain, on which were trees sheltering sheep, are such as these, bishops given to hospitality, who always gladly receive the servants of God into their houses without hypocrisy, and they always shelter the destitute and widows by their ministry without ceasing, and they behave themselves incorruptly at all times. These, therefore, shall all be sheltered by the Lord continually. They who did such things are glorious in the sight of God, and their place is already with the angels, if they persevere to the end serving the Lord. Chapter 28 The believers from the eleventh mountain, whereon were very fruitful trees, decked with different kinds of fruits, are such as these, sufferers for the sake of the name of the Son of God, who suffered readily with their whole heart, and give up their lives. Wherefore then, sir, quoth I, do all these trees bear fruits? But the fruits of some of them are fairer than those of others. Hearken, quoth he, all who ever suffered for the name are honorable with God, and the sins of all these were taken away, because they suffered for the name of the Son of God. But hear why their fruits are diverse and some more excellent. As many, quoth he, as were brought before authorities and questioned, and denied not, but suffered with a ready mind, these are in great honor with the Lord, and theirs is the fruit which excelleth. But the fruits of those who were fearful and in doubt, and reasoned in their hearts whether to deny or confess, and so suffered, are smaller, because this thought arose in their heart. For it is an evil thought that a servant should deny his own Lord. Take heed, therefore, ye who are thus purposed, lest this thought remain in your hearts, and you die unto God. Ye who suffer for the sake of that name ought to glorify God, for that he hath counted you worthy to bear his name, and to have all your sins healed. Therefore count yourselves happy, yea, and think that one of you hath done some great thing, if he suffer for God's sake. The Lord graciously giveth you life, though ye perceive it not, for your sins were heavy upon you, and except ye had suffered for the name of the Lord, you would have died unto God because of your sins. These things I say unto you, who doubt whether to deny or make confession. Confess that ye have the Lord, lest if ye deny ye be committed to prison. If the Gentiles punish their slaves, should any one of them deny his Lord, what think ye will the Lord, who hath power over all, do unto you? Put away, then, these thoughts from your hearts, that ye may forever live unto God. Chapter 29. The believers from the twelfth, which was the white mountain, are of this kind. They are as infant babes, in whose heart no thought of evil ariseth. They know not what wickedness is, but always continued in their infancy. Such, therefore, dwell without doubt in the kingdom of God, because in no matter of thing did they violate the commandments of God, but they continued, as it were, infants all the days of their life, in the same mind. Such of you, quoth he, as shall so remain, and be as babes in whom is no guile, shall be more honorable than all those before said, for
for all babes are honorable with God, and chiefest before him. Happy therefore are ye, as many as remove wickednesses from you, and put on innocence. As firstlings of all, ye shall live unto God. After he had finished the parables of the mountains, I said unto him, Sir, now declare unto me concerning the stones which were taken from the plain, and put into the building, instead of the stones that were taken out of the tower, and concerning the round ones which were put into the building, and those which were still round. Chapter 30 Here quoth he, about all these likewise, the stones taken from the plain, which were put into the building of the tower, instead of the rejected ones, are the roots of this white mountain. Seeing then that the believers from this mountain were all found void of offense, the Lord of the tower orders these stones from the roots of this mountain to be cast into the building of the tower. For he knew that, if these went into the building of the tower, they would remain bright, and none of them would turn black. Whereas, if he had added stones from the other mountains, he would have had occasion again to visit and purge the tower. But these were all found white, being such as have believed or will believe, for they are of the self-same kind. Happy is this kind, for it is innocent. Hear now also about the round bright stones. All these are from this white mountain, but hear why they were found round. The riches had clouded and darkened them a little from the truth, and they never drew back from God, nor did any evil word proceed out of their mouth, but all equity and virtue of truth. When the Lord therefore had seen their disposition to favor the truth and remain good, he commanded their wealth to be cut down, yet not all of it to be taken from them, so that they might be able to do some good with what remained to them and live unto God because they are of a goodly kind. Accordingly, they were cut down a little and placed in the building of this tower. Chapter 31 But the rest which remained still round and had not been fitted into the building, because they had not yet received the seal, were put back in their own place, for they were found very round. This world, therefore, and the vanities of their riches must be pared away from them, and then they shall be meet for the kingdom of God. For need is that that they should enter into the kingdom of God, because the Lord hath blessed this innocent kind. Of this kind none shall perish, for even though any of them, being tempted by a most wicked devil, should have committed some fault, he will quickly return unto his Lord. I, the angel of repentance, judge you all happy, as many as are blameless, as infants, for that your estate is good and honorable with God. I bid you all, therefore, as many as have received this seal, hold to singleness and bear no grudge, and continue not in your spite, nor in the memory of vexatious offenses. Be of one spirit, and mend these evil rents, and put them away from you, that the Lord of the sheep may rejoice over them. He shall rejoice indeed, if he find all sound, but if ye find some of them scattered abroad, woe to the shepherds. And if even the shepherds themselves be found scattered, what shall they answer concerning their sheep? Will they say that they have been worried by the sheep? They would not be believed. 
for it is a thing incredible that a shepherd should be harmed by sheep, and he would be the more punished for his falsehood. Now I am the shepherd, and it is my bounden duty to give account of you. Chapter 32 Amend you therefore while the tower is yet being built. The Lord dwelleth in men who love peace, for peace is dear unto him. But he is far off from the contentious and malicious. Give your spirit back to him, therefore whole as ye received it. For if, when thou hast given a new garment to a fuller whole, and desirest to receive it back whole, the fuller, notwithstanding, gives it back to thee rent, wilt thou receive it? Wilt thou not presently burn with anger, and charge him reproachfully, saying, That garment I gave unto thee whole, wherefore hast thou rent it, and made it useless? Because of the rent thou hast made therein, it cannot be used. Wouldest thou not say all this, even to a fuller, about a rent which he hath made in thy garment? If then thou art so vexed about thy garment, and complainest of not receiving it back whole, what thinkest thou the Lord will do to thee, when he gave thee a perfect spirit, and thou hast made it quite useless, so that it can be made no use of by its owner? For the use thereof began to be of no account when it had been damaged by thee. Will not then the Lord of that spirit destroy thee because of this thy deed? Assuredly, said I, he will so do to all whom he shall have found continuing mindful of offenses. Choose not, quoth he, to trample his mercy underfoot, but rather glorify him because he is so patient towards your misdeeds and is not as ye are. Repent, therefore, as is expedient for you. Chapter 33 All the things before written I, the shepherd, the angel of repentance, having declared and spoken with the servants of God, if then ye believe and attend to my words, and walk in them, amend your ways, ye shall be able to live. But if ye continue in malice and resentfulness, None such shall live unto God. All these things which I had to say have been said unto you. Then the shepherd said to me, Hast thou asked me about everything? Yea, sir, said I. Wherefore then, said he, dost thou not ask me about the print of the stones laid in the building? Whereof we filled up the prints? I forget, sir, said I. Hear now, quoth he, about them. These are they who have now heard my commandments, and repented with their whole hearts. And when the Lord saw that their repentance was good and pure, and that they were able to continue in it, he commanded their former sins to be blotted out. For these prints were their sins, and they were made even that they might not appear. Tenth Similitude, Chapter 1 after I had written out this book, the angel which had delivered me to the shepherd came into the house where I was, and sat down on the couch, and the shepherd stood on the right hand. Then he called me and spake thus to me, I have delivered thee and thine house, quoth he, to this shepherd that thou mayest be protected by him. Yea, sir, quoth I, if therefore, quoth he, thou wilt be protected from all vexation and all harshness, and have success in every good work, and word, and every virtue of righteousness, walk in his commandments, which I have given unto thee, 
when thou shalt be able to have the mastery over all wickedness. For while thou keepest his commandments, every lust and delight of this world shall be subject unto thee, and success in every good thing shall follow thee. Take his gravity and modesty upon thee, and say unto all that he is in great honor and dignity with the Lord, and that he is set in great authority and powerful in his office. To him alone is the power of repentance committed in all the world. Seemeth he not to thee to be powerful? Yet he condemn his gravity and the respect which he hath towards you. Chapter 2 I said to him, Ask him, sir, whether since he hath been in my house I have done aught disorderly, whereby I have offended against him. I also know, quoth he, that thou hast not done, neither wilt thou do, aught disorderly, and therefore I speak these things with thee, that thou mayest persevere, for he hath given me a good account of thee, and do thou speak these words to others, that they who have repented, or are about to repent, may think the same things with thee, and he may give a good report of them to me, and I unto the Lord. I for my part, sir, quoth he, proclaim to every man the mighty acts of the Lord, for I trust that all who have sinned before time, if they hear these things, will repent with a willing mind, and recover life. Continue steadfast, therefore, quoth he, in this ministry, and accomplish it. All as such as fulfill his commandments shall have life, but they who keep not his commandments flee from their life and turn away from it, for he hath great honor with God. They therefore who despise him and follow not his commandments deliver themselves to death, and every one such becometh guilty of his own blood. I bid thee therefore be subject unto these commandments, and thou shalt have healing of thy sins. Chapter 3 Now I have sent unto thee these virgins to dwell with thee, for I saw that they were courteous towards thee, so thou hast them for helpers, that thou mayest the better keep his commandments. For without these virgins it is impossible that these commandments should be kept. I see indeed that they are glad to dwell with thee, but I will enjoin them not to depart at all from thine house. Do thou only cleanse thine house, for in a clean house they will be pleased to dwell. For as much as they are cleanly and chaste and diligent, and are in all favor with the Lord, if therefore they find thine house pure, they will abide with thee. But if the least taint befall, they will presently depart from thine house. For these virgins love not any manner of defilement. I said to him, I hope, sir, that I shall so please them, that they will be content always to dwell in my house, and that as he to whom thou hast delivered me lay no complaint against me, so neither will they complain. Then he said to the shepherd, I see that the servant of God hath desired to live, and will keep these commandments, and will lodge these virgins in a pure habitation. When he had thus spoken, he delivered me to the shepherd, and called the virgins, and said unto them, For as much as I perceive that ye gladly dwell in this man's house, I commit him and his house unto you, to the intent that ye may never at all depart from his house. And they willingly heard these words. Chapter 4 Then he said to me, Quit thee manfully in this ministry, rehearse unto every man the mighty acts of the Lord, and thou shalt find favor in his ministry. 
Whoso walketh in these commandments shall live and be happy in his life, but whoso disregardeth them shall not live and shall be unhappy in his life. Say unto all who are able to do aright that they cease not to exercise themselves in good works, for that is profitable unto them. Now I say that every man ought to be delivered from distresses, for he who hath need and suffereth distresses in his daily life is in great anguish and necessity. Whoso therefore rescueth the soul of such an one from straightness getteth great joy to himself. For he who is afflicted with this manner of distress is racked and tormenteth himself with the like torment as one who is in bonds. Many indeed, because of such miseries, such as they are not able to bear, bring death upon themselves. He who knoweth therefore the calamity of such an one, and deliver him not, committeth a great sin, and is guilty of his blood. Do good works therefore, ye who have received from the Lord, lest while ye delay to do them, the building of the tower be finished. For for your sakes the work of the building of it hath been delayed. Except then ye make haste to do aright, the tower shall be finished, and ye shall be shut out. After he had spoken with me, he arose from the couch, and he took the shepherd and the virgins and departed, saying, however to me, that he would send back the shepherd and the virgins to my house. End of Similitude 9 and 10 End of the Shepherd of Hermas by Hermas Translated by Charles Taylor